Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, in moto parentis, Lee files suit against her son, Duncan. Duncan's ready to take to the open road on a motorcycle. His parents aren't fans of the idea. They want him to wait until he's older and can shoulder the cost and risk on his own. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and presents the obscure cultural reference. You roared into the driveway of our southwestern ranch-style house on a new Kawasaki. All yellow and black, fresh out of the showroom. Our house faced west, so the big orange sun positioned at your back lit up your magnificent silhouette how much better how much better could my life get 900 cubic centimeters of raw whining power no outstanding warrants for my arrest whoa god damn the judge's life for me bailiff jesse swear them in please rise and raise your right hands do you swear to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you god or whatever I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he's unfamiliar with the concept of the motorcycle? (laughs) I do. Very well, Judge Hodgman. Lee and Duncan, you may be seated. Um, First of all, apologies, uh, parents. This is normally a family-friendly podcast, but because I have made a rather unusual exception and allowed a adolescent young man into this courtroom i felt the need to shake things up and say goddamn so i apologize if you were offended uh but it had to be done lee and duncan for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors can either of you name the piece of culture that i referenced as i entered the courtroom duncan you are the young man in question how how old are you 16 is that correct Yes, that's right. A, 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 a full-grown adult in many cultures, but in ours, but a child. Uh, you were uh, brought here against your will by your mother, as is her right to do. She is your mom. Um, but that means you get to either guess first or insist that she guess first. What is your choice, Duncan? I do insist that she guess first. Duncan has chosen to insist that his mother, Lee, guess first, perhaps because he doesn't know, perhaps he wishes to gain information, perhaps just to humiliate her, because he knows already. Lee, it is now on you. What is your guess? Your Honor, I think that is a lyric from a song by the Mountain Goats, but I cannot remember the exact song. The guess is a song by the Mountain Goats, but I cannot remember the exact song. And now, Duncan, we go to you. What is your guess? Truly no idea. I'll give you a hint. It is a song. I feel like it's about a Chevy for some reason, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Interesting. About a Chevy. We'll call that song About a Chevy. And I will say all guesses are almost wrong. Yours definitely is, Duncan. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, and, and it, 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 <laughs> sh- it, it casts quite a shadow over your position in this case because you want to get a motorcycle. And this song is not about a Chevy. It is about a motorcycle. But Lee, holy moly, mom almost coming in for the win with a not only not only a cultural reference uh, that arguably 
16-year-old boys should get before their moms do, but one that is near and dear to my heart. Unfortunately, I cannot give you the immediate summary judgment because you cannot name the song. I remember it's about a girl. Yes, and the girl has a name. And I can't remember the name. And that name and is... And I suck. That name is Jenny. To be fair, of all of the amazing songs that uh, occasional uh, expert witness for this very show, John Darnell of the Mountain Goats has written, Jenny is one of the most... Uh, it's one of the less memorable names of a song. It's not, it's no, the best ever death metal band out of Denton, which is from the same album, which album is, do you know it, Lee? Uh, no. All hail West Texas. I know. Me too. I listen to a lot of mountain goats in prepare, in preparation. In preparation for this one, for this for this case, yes, sir. Because you, yes, sir. How did you know? I didn't. I just. I. I. We've been longtime listeners, and I just. If there was a possibility of that, which I already like that music, so therefore, listening to that was not a hardship. This is heartbreaking to me because not only is it super cool that you got this reference, and not only Thank did you. you intuit on an almost psychic level that I might make a mountain goats reference. About a motorcycle. Uh, I, correct me. I don't know. Are there a lot of Mountain Goats songs about motorcycles? Because from where I sit, this is the one. This is the main one. I don't even remember. I just basically put them on constantly repeat at my office for about the past couple of months. Oh. <laughs> when I was doing work. Yeah. You got, you got, you really, I'm, you, you really, I really want to give this to you. I really want to give this to your mom, I'm, Duncan. I would disagree with this. Well, I know I'm not going to. We're going to hear the okay. case. She did not win the trial by combat. But so that you know, that is the song Jenny by Mountain Goats from the album All Hail West Texas. Subtitle of album is, quote, 14 songs about seven people, two houses, a motorcycle and a locked treatment facility for adolescent boys, which is arguably what you are, Duncan, at the at the age of 16. And we're going to have a discussion about whether or not uh, you're going to get a motorcycle. And if we if you get out of line, we're going to send you to a locked treatment facility. So be careful. <laughs> Duncan, you're 16 years old. You do not, obviously, are you six, are you, do you have a, are you of age to get a driver's license or a learner's permit, 16 and a half? Yes, I have a driver's license uh, <clears throat> and I've had it for almost eight months. No, it's almost nine months now. Are you almost 17? I am, yes. Okay. And, be, and you live, I believe, in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that correct? Or thereabouts? Yes, that is correct. And what is the what is the age at which you are allowed to get a learner's permit? So in Georgia, when the the day you turn fifteen, you can get a learner's permit. Whoa, and that's not the way that, it is in Massachusetts. And, and your honor, we were there as early as humanly possible of him pushing me out of the house to go get that learner's permit because he wanted Just because FYI. he wanted it, or you wanted him to. To get in a car and drive away from it. Oh, he wanted it. No, he so wanted you are it. <laughs> you are a seasoned driver already at the age of sixteen and eight months or so. Yes, and you want to get a motorcycle, and you've been bugging your mom about it, and your mom is saying no, and your mom has brought you to court to end this argument once and for all because she is uh, abstaining her duties as a parent and instead throwing it to the government. 
to the nanny state to make this decision for her. Isn't that right, Lee? Why can't you handle this on your own? Well, Your Honor, that's that's not exactly the case. I have said no <laughs> repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it keeps uh, not just myself, uh, my husband and I, uh, there are all three of us in the family. We're, my husband and I are still married. Uh, we'll be 24 years this year. And we have both said no. But the problem is it keeps coming up with only me of why can't I? Why do you say no? And and these, these arguments only keep coming up with me and not his father. So that's why I had to bring the case. Let me let me ask, what are you saying no to exactly? Are you saying no to the idea of your son getting a motorcycle or no to giving him money to buy a motorcycle? Oh, we are saying, oh, that that is never, ever a question. There will be no money given for a motorcycle. The uh, I'm saying no as long as I am paying for any part of your living expenses, and that includes insurance. Okay. Um, that I, that's fine. You're going to like what you like. You want a motorcycle. That's fine. Um, as soon as you are no longer being paid for in any way, shape or form by me, including life insurance. And since, uh, he's looking at very likely going to get a master's and will need life insurance for me until he's 26. Then as soon as you are all completely and utterly on your own, do whatever you want. But until then, no. Yeah. Well, I don't mean, I don't mean to be grim, but if you were a villain in a story, Mm-hmm. Taking out a life insurance policy the day someone buys a motorcycle, that's a good scheme. Well, life insurance and health insurance right, gotcha. is more one of them I'm, I'm speaking of. It. Yeah. Any type of insurance. Right. So, Duncan, you want to buy a motorcycle on your own? No. Are you Okay, make, 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 say your thing. So, currently, I have my car, or what they like to call the third car of the family, that basically I only drive. The one you use. Yes. They paid... Uh, over $9,000 for to get me this car, which so far has only served the purpose of transporting me to and from places. We haven't used it for yeah, taking what, items. That's what, a, that's what a car is for. Well, yes, but we, but we haven't used it for like taking luggage or anything that takes up a lot of space. Recently, we went on a trip over my spring break and we had to take a massive amount of luggage with us, right? Half the back was filled up and the whole trunk was filled up. I've never transported any large quantity of luggage or anything in my car that requires an enormous amount of space. So therefore, it's okay to sell the car and get a motorcycle, which also doesn't have that amount of space, which wasn't already being put to use. To be fair, Judge Hodgman, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm sure his mother's objections are primarily about amount of space. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure I understand what you're saying. So your argument is you currently have this Kia and you use it to get around where? To go to high school or, or what have you? Yes. All right. And you're using it to get around town, but you never have to pack for a big trip and you never have to carry around all kinds of luggage. It's really just you and the Kia all the time. So why not sell it and get a motorcycle? Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. Because it has the potential to do more and you're wasting that potential. Yes, but I, I'm not saying we're wasting the potential, but there's, I feel like eventually she would have brought that up as an argument that there's no room to put things in my motorcycle, but we haven't done that That's already. Not, the so. problem, the problem is not cargo space with the motorcycle. Yes, the, that is not the issue. The problem is the, that the, the, the car is a cage of steel around you and the motorcycle is an engine you are riding between your legs with yes. no cage of steel around you. That's the, that's the issue, but you want one. 
Not because, not because it is illogical to drive a Kia from place to place, because that's perfectly logical. You want one because you want one, correct? Yes. And you're not, and there's no reason for you from a cargo point of view to not have a motorcycle. From a cargo point of view alone. Yes. You have no need to cart things around to high school. I mean, my book bag, but I can wear that. But what you have need of is a cool thing to impress people at high school. Yes, but it's more that I would enjoy the experience of riding the motorcycle rather than showing it off to people. You heard the song, right? The song is based on the premise, which is unquestionable. Motorcycles are cool. And when you ride one, it feels cool. And I've ridden on one one time, and that was when I was riding on the back of a Harley Davidson, hugging the uh, middle-aged man who was our permanent French substitute in the French department at my high school, giving me a ride back from the radio station. It was not a cool situation, but even then, I felt cool. They're cool. Mom, I'm talking about cool right now. Shh. Duncan, do you know what kind of motorcycle you want? No, but I've looked up a motorcycle that has a style that I like. It is the, uh, it's a day of my mind reading, apparently, because you also said a uh, Kawasaki. Yeah, I said is, that in the song. And yes. you still said Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it is a 2016 Kawasaki Ninja. Yeah, so you, ah, so, ah. so specifically, not really, I don't know. A 2016 Kawasaki Ninja. Yes, this is a model of the style that I like. Yeah, that's the motorcycle you, I mean, the actual, the one, you don't, you haven't, you haven't gone to the showroom to pick it out yet, but you yes. know the, you know the make and model of the, of the motorcycle you want. Oh boy. He specifically went to Google and typed in a death machine among death machines. And it spat, it spat out Kawasaki Ninja. <laughs> I am now looking at images of the of the 2016 Kawasaki Ninja. It's what I what I mean by that. This is thing I don't looks like, like this thing looks like it's green. It's insectoid. It looks like a transformer that's going to turn into a <laughs> knife. How many times have you watched the uh, Ice Cube and Adam Scott starring uh, Fast and the Furious knockoff Torque? Uh, that would be zero okay well i mean if you're doing research that's my recommendation to you it's fun adam scott's great in it so and how much does a kawasaki 2016 this is a brand new motorcycle yes and this is a no no i'm sorry no this is the one i'm looking at is used but okay okay. all right all right all right right. how much so you're actually you actually have have it in mind this is a this is a sporty fast motorcycle the kind that when you're it's not the kind that the dude who uh, Joe McClellan, my my old friend from Brookline, who was the the permanent substitute in the French department, who wore a leather jacket and was the advisor on our zine, uh, and also got me a radio show at WMFO in Medford. Uh, he ro- he rode a Harley, a big honking Harley. This is the kind of motorcycle. It's not the kind of motorcycle that a French substitute rides around with with a student on the back. This is the kind of motorcycle that a young dude rides fast between lanes by you while you drive with his t-shirt coming up on his back because of air f- motion or something and you get to see his hairy back this is the kind that uh a young dude 
rides while no one else is on the freeway at 3.30 in the morning as fast as it'll go. Yeah. This is not the, this is not the kind of thing you use to, to pack luggage on a family trip, that is for sure. You've looked at one online or you found one that's used, kind of for your eye on it. How much does it cost? $4,700. $4,700. And do you have the money to pay for it? I do not know. That would be the money that would come from selling the Kia Soul. Oh. Did you buy the Kia Soul? No, my parents bought the Kia Soul as well. Okay. So it's their property, legally. Yes. All right. And that, you know, I was leaning against you in this case pretty hard there for a second, Duncan, until you revealed that it was a Kia Soul. Now I'm kind of feeling you. <laughs> <laughs> I like my Kia Soul. Thank you very much. Why don't you cut it? Why don't you cut it in half and turn that into a motorcycle? That's how motorcycles work, right, Jesse? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is identities are a lot more fluid and flexible among young people in the country, and uh, he apparently identifies as a rapping hamster. <laughs> you don't have the money to buy it. You want to Not sell. Currently. All right. You want to. You want to sell. Your existing ride, this Kia Soul, to buy it, uh, that's a non-starter, you understand, because you didn't put up the money for that Kia Soul. So let's just throw, throw that fantasy into the garbage can. Even, I, would, you, would someone sell you a, 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 a Kawasaki Ninja? I guess true, like it would be Craigslist, right? It's like, is that... It depends yeah. on the state laws about fireworks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But let's just say for the sake of argument that you raised the money yourself. $4,700. <clears throat> you could get a... Who, was that just... Was that just a scoff? Was Daddy, that a scoff? I'm, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I'm, I'm coughing. I'm sorry, Your Honor. Was it a cough or a scoff? A little bit both. Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to... I just need to establish what the terms of this court case are, Right. Because here's the thing, you're making the argument to your mom that she should sell the Kia and give you the money to buy a motorcycle. And that argument is utterly a non-starter. I'm, I'm not saying this out of um, contempt or anything. I'm just saying, no way is mom going to sell a car and give you the money to buy a motorcycle. Uh, you're asking for a handout. And mom controls the purse strings and motorcycles are dangerous, and parents have a job, which is to say no to dangerous things. Not only do they have to say no to dangerous things, they're certainly not going to give you money, unless they have a different style of life than one I recognize. You know, that's fine. Uh, you know what? I bet there are a lot of parents who give their who buy a motorcycle for their 16 or 17-year-old son in a lot of different circumstances. But your mom isn't that person, so so she's she's never going to give you the money. So now your new argument has to be, I'll get a job and make the money myself, right? Yes. Okay. So let's say for the sake of argument, you're now saying to your mom, if I get a job and raise the money and buy it myself, can I have a motorcycle? Go ahead and say that to your mom. Okay. It's If I raise the money and am capable to buy... A motorcycle would you let me no you've lost your ever-loving mind no well guess what mom tough luck on you because if duncan goes out and gets the money he can go buy whatever he wants well I, I'd, I'd like to 
talk about that a little bit, Your Honor. That, yeah. That's a part of my case. Right. Yes. Yes. Look, we both know this is never going to happen, but you have to understand we are you are in the you are in a weird you you come to this court because you're in a weird twilight place between having a child and having a a loathsome adult living in your house and that is actually your honor i think you've already hit the crux of this which is it and that is very true i um i i agree with you wholeheartedly by the way by the way you're not loathsome duncan i didn't mean to suggest that you were loathsome it's just hard for a parent to to discover that they're child whom they love has turned into a, a weird grown-up who's living in the house that's all it's just uh, it's just awkward go on ma'am no it, it is um, and we just uh, went on a trip looking at colleges so realizing that he is moving into a new phase is, is very it is difficult and it's um it has been a bit of a transition in these in this past year but one of the things he keeps talking about that if i had first of all this is the first time i've ever heard sell the third car and let me buy a motorcycle, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, one of the funniest things. But um, I think one of the things is that it would not just be paying for the motorcycle. It would also be paying for the insurance on the motorcycle. But all of this is not the concern. And, Your Honor, you kind of already said it, is that a part of my role as a parent is protecting my child from from the dangers that he is unwilling or unable to see. And motorcycles are basically, as Jesse put it, which is death machines among death machines. Um, I sent some evidence showing uh, motor vehicle deaths and injuries for all, yeah, but he's not uh, gonna. He's not. People, you, you know, do you remember? Do you remember that? Um, do you remember that old uh, Gary Larson Far Side cartoon, where it's the person talking to the it's the person talking to the cat? And no, never mind. I'm not going to reference a Gary Larson cartoon. Oh no, no, the, the the one where he's like cat, blah 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 blah, cat. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a two parter because it's like what dogs hear. Yeah. And and they only hear their own like. They only hear their own name and what cats hear. And it's just nothing. They hear nothing. It's not blah, blah, blah. Right. right. If you exactly. show, if you Welcome show, if you show highway more highway motorcycle mortality statistics to your teenage mm-hmm. son, I think he would look at it and it would just be, I don't know what a picture, a picture of a naked man or woman or something. That has been the continuing argument. I'm sorry. Uh, but that has been the continuing argument is that, you know, you know, the first thing I said is that they're dangerous. Well, I'll get a helmet. Well, that's great. That reduces it by X amount, but still, you know, you're 26 times more likely uh, to die in a motorcycle crash per mile traveled if you're on a motorcycle than in a vehicle, in a car. Uh, well, that's you know, and and I'll take the safety class. That's great. You're still invisible to drivers. Five, you know, half of the time people will say, I did not see the motorcycle there if they're in an accident with the motorcycle. We had a friend who was in a very terrible accident. It was a hit and run. And, you know, that was as far as I know, that person probably didn't see the motorcycle that was there. I, I don't know. And I, and it was still a hit and run. And so that is not what happened out there. But what happened to, to your friend? Uh, he was in a terrible accident. He had. um he was in the hospital four months. 
he has hit the point after, oh, goodness, I want to say, Duncan, you were young when this happened to um, him, but I want to say we're probably at seven to ten years at this point, and he's hit maximum medical recovery, and yet he still has issues. Um, he still has pain. He still is not fully mobile. Um, and yeah, yet but, he's still uh, but, none of that none of that boring story has anything to do with Duncan because that's not going to happen to Duncan because he's right, cause he's going to make a decision to not to have an accident. Right. Yeah, Duncan's going to wear a legally mandated helmet, so it's a non-issue. I think some of the things that, that that he's brought up, first of all, is you know, yes, he would have to get a job, but he'd also have to get a job to pay for all the insurance. Um, and the other issue of you know he doesn't need the space in the current car for carrying anything is oh that's that that, 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 you don't even need to answer to that that's the most I with respect Duncan that's the most rid, ridiculous teenage logic I've ever heard in my life that, that, she it's, was going to bring well, it up eventually well, yeah. all I'm saying yeah. well no I wasn't actually no mm-hmm. it, it wasn't even in my list you brought it up when we argued before. Well, I've brought yeah. I've brought up lots Duncan, of Duncan, let me let me do you, let me do you a favor. Let me do you a favor, Duncan. Here's your argument, right? Here's your argument for why. I I only need to go to high school and back. It's it the gas costs less. It's super cool. I really want to do it. I really want to have it. And the end. That's it. I mean, that's why. That's why one has a motorcycle, because they really want a motorcycle. If you have children, your perspective will change. That's all. Uh, and Duncan, I'm never going to be able to explain this to you because you, like me, are a member of the Super Smart Afraid of Conflict Narcissist Club. You, you're in your own world where it's your job to believe that you are immortal because that's what all adolescents feel. And it doesn't occur. It, you'll never completely understand. And there's no point in even trying to understand how a parent worries about losing a child and yeah you know what it would not be as hard if you had more than one child you would be missed of course and mourned terribly but to to lose you know this is why even i an only child who always thought i would only have one child immediately realized once it became apparent like no we need more of these around because i can't i can't face what would happen if i lost my only child i can't face what would happen if i lost either of my children and this is a dark place to go but you know this this gives you some insight into how quickly the parental mind goes to dark places because we are able we know that we are not immortal we're facing down our mortality every day we're also able to look at a a chart of highway death statistics and see those statistics and think about terrible outcomes where you're just you just see a whole bunch of numbers that mean nothing to you cuz it's not going to happen no i i understand that i'm not immortal i don't i I get that thing that they talk about a lot where, you know, teenagers think they'll be fine. Nothing bad will ever happen to them. But I get that bad things can happen to me. And I'm not saying that there's no risk inherent in having a motorcycle. But I think that the enjoyment I'll getting I'll get out of having one, you know, is 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 worth that risk. And I mean, I've I've spent the day researching these numbers too and i mean those numbers have affected me and i've seen you know the statistics and i'm like oh okay i mean these are i mean it's serious but it's 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 not as bad as she sometimes portrays it and i i do think that the risk is worth it well here's the deal we're going to settle this once and for all and uh, and there will come a time when you are totally independent in the world as your mother acknowledges uh, when you will have your own money and your own life insurance, and you'll be keeping your own home, um, when you can go ahead and get a motorcycle. 
So right now, you guys, you came to my courtroom. I'm going to ask a few more questions, and then I'm going to consider my judgment, and then I will either order that Duncan must wait until uh, he moves out of the house, has his own money, has his own life insurance, et cetera, et cetera, or the Duncan can start raising money now and get a motorcycle as soon as he's got 4,700 bucks in his hot pocket. Well, and your honor, it's not just $4,700. It's also the insurance. Um, I do think that if he is going to have a motorcycle, he should be paying for the actual. Oh, sure. But you know, but motorcycle here's, here's the deal. And this is where you are in your life. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm being a little rough and tumble with both of you, but you, I hope you appreciate that. I, I truly have affection for both of you. And I also, it's what, this is what makes the parent adolescent relationship. So fraught, right? Because he's not a kid anymore. You can't forbid him. Where are you, where are you looking at college? Duncan? Uh, well, on our trip, we went to uh Tulane rice and Washington university in St. Louis. Okay. And so, you know, once once he goes to college, uh, he's, he can go find a motorcycle for probably for eight hundred bucks, and ride that thing around, and and not realize that he has to buy insurance for it. And even if he never gets into an accident, he might be pulled over by a police officer because guess what? You're gonna on a motorcycle, and. Uh, he never paid for insurance and, and then he gets uh, thrown in jail or or has, to, you know, like he can make all kinds of mistakes without telling you about it. He can do whatever he wants once he's once he's over there in Louisiana or in, or in Texas or in uh, uh, Missouri. So, you know, I mean, that's 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 the thing. Like, you, of course, you're, you were never going to sell the third car and give him money to buy a ninja. But Duncan, you're facing a world <laughs> you're facing a world pretty quick where you your your natural decency and desire to get an okay from mom and dad um is 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 going to be meaningless in your life and you won't have to, even if you're not ent- entirely independent. So that's what the, the decision is going to be. Either I rule in Lee's favor and say you cannot get a motorcycle until you are fully uh, an adult, obviously 18 years old or older and financially independent. Um, or I can rule in your favor, Duncan, and say, do what you like. See if you can get one. <laughs> here are the here are the rules. I hope you follow them, which is kind of what any parent has to say. Let's talk a little bit about your research into motorcycles. You live uh, in Atlanta. What's the helmet law? You need one, right? Uh yeah, everyone wears a helmet at all times on uh, on road. If you're off road, uh, it's not required. And <laughs> where and have you re- do you know how to drive a motorcycle? I know how to drive a bicycle, but no, I've never <clears throat> driven a motorcycle, been on a motorcycle, or anything like that. So, where would you take lessons? We live fairly close to a uh, DMV, and they hold uh, lessons there. And what? specifically motorcycle lessons yes you obviously you would need to get um a a special class of license right yes a motorcycle license yes so are they offering uh how long is the course 
when I've talked to somebody at the DMV, they said that it was uh, like it was it was fairly short. It's like a week long course, and then there's like an end test, and if you can pass the end test, you get uh, you get your license. Is there is there any other safety course or safety training that you would take outside of what the DMV requires? I can. Uh, I haven't looked into it, but of course, um, I can always discuss that. How much does uh, insurance cost to insure a ninja, like a 2016 ninja? Okay, so we have a State Farm. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so this is, so my mom has been bringing up insurance and that I would need to pay for my insurance. So I called them and uh, my, if I were to, the, the ninja itself, the 2016 uh, ninja would be uh, over six months. It would be $485. And the car, the Kia, every six months for me to be insured on that car, uh, he said about $900. And so it's it's a fair amount cheaper. Well, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lee, you know your own insurance policy, your own auto insurance policy. I do, actually. I do. Uh, the current insurance for him to be added onto our insurance was approximately $100 a month. So it's about $600. $600. Six, uh, every six months. Right. Mm-hmm. So so $1,200 a year. You're paying for him on your insurance policy now, Yes, right? we are. Okay. So Currently, that's, yes. That's one thing I wanted to talk about. So this kind of goes back to, you're probably going to say this is, Again, just asking for a handout. Well, let's see. My thing was when I was telling you about, you know, selling the Kia Soul and buying the motorcycle is that they already gave me this money for the Kia Soul. And if I'm not using it, why not redivert it towards the motorcycle, which you said no to. But the same goes for the insurance, in my opinion, because if they're already paying, if the motorcycle costs less in insurance for them to pay every, every six months. So you would be saving, you would be saving them money is your argument. Yes, I would be saving the money is by not having by not being by not having a third car and rather the uh the motorcycle. They're not going to pay to insure you to drive a motorcycle because they don't want you to drive a motorcycle. So if you're gonna drive a motorcycle, that's gonna be coming out of whatever your savings. Do you have a job? Not currently, no. No. She wants me to get one over the summer and I, I would like to get one over the summer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you should, I don't know, think about that. Um, okay, and uh, there was one other thing that came up. Uh, may, may I say something, Your Honor? Sure. On this? Okay, so I did my own research. Um, a 16-year-old, unless they are on their parents' uh, policy, cannot get motorcycle insurance in Georgia. They oh. would have to be on somebody else's policy. Under the age of 18, you cannot. Oh. He... Uh, would have to um, do that under us. Uh, therefore, well, that happen. ain't going to happen. No, right. And so, therefore, you're when you gonna, become eight, you're not going to bo- You're not going to. You're not going to go against your terror of your child dying in order to save. What is it? Two hundred thirty dollars uh, uh, a year. Yeah, two hundred thirty dollars a year. This is, again, this is not saying that you're getting on a motorcycle is fait accompli. You're going to die. This is what. You know, your mom's doing her math and you're doing your math. And your math is right. It's going to save them a little bit of money. I was like, no, thank you. We'll pay the, we'll pay double. How about that? Right. I bet, I bet you would pay double the insurance if it meant that he couldn't get on a motorcycle. Exactly. And the other thing is at 18 for him to get his own policy all by his little self or big self at that point, he's taller than I am, um, would be approximately 
And I looked at a mid-range used motorcycle. Um, I did not know the one he was looking at. So I looked at the Suzuki 50, which was around $7,000 to buy used. The insurance for that would be $220 a month at 18 years old for a single male. And that coverage is only at mid-range for collision, bodily injury, and property damage. Um, it is not the bare minimum of insurance, but it is not the upper maximum either. So this would be right about mid-range for any kind of bodily injury, damage, collision, things of that nature. Um, one last thing before I go into my chambers, Duncan. I understand also from the petition to this court from your mother that you are interested in vaping. <laughs> <laughs> the trump card has been played yes okay you you wish to you wish to vape you want to get a vaporizer for like e-cigarettes a a vape pen it's different uh-huh a vape pen all right for yes. for and this is a conversation between you and your mom because why lee Oh, because he keeps asking for one and I keep saying no. And I keep saying no because the standards on the vape pens and the liquids, the flavored liquids, this is, he doesn't want to do nicotine. Um, uh -huh. We have a family history of lung cancer. He knows that. Again, it's he wants to look cool. And uh, it's, the it's not pens, about looking cool. Well, yeah, I would I like to, I would like to hear because, you know, get a, get a motorcycle, even a motorcycle, which is not to my taste, like the Kawasaki 2016 Ninja. It is to someone's taste. It is still cool. Motorcycles are cool. But vaping is the antithesis of cool. So why it do you may wanna... literally be the least cool thing in the world? In my opinion. In I my would opinion, say that accountancy is probably cooler than vaping. <laughs> I mean, I have a history of lung cancer in my family as well. It, specifically, my mom passed away from lung cancer at, very swiftly at a very young age in a devastating mm -hmm. way to me. And yet I would almost yeah. encourage a, a almost 17-year-old to smoke cigarettes for a year than vape for a day. Uh, correct, because the other issue cool. is that the, there are no standards on the vape pens yet, and there are no standards on the flavored liquids. Look, I know there are people who enjoy vaping, and maybe they use vape pens in order to try to move away from cigarette smoking. And I hope you understand, Duncan, that I am not encouraging you to pick up smoking. I am simply saying from the point of view of coolness, one thing is deadly and, and malicious and, um, and evil, but cool. And the other thing is a vape pen. In my opinion, which is correct. But Judge Hodgman, are you telling me, seriously... That the vaping congressman, Duncan Hunter of San Diego, isn't cool? Maybe we're talking to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, are you the vaping congressman? No, no, I am not. Uh, why do you want to vape uh, flavored uh, liquids? You guys can fight back and forth about health hazards with regard to vaping, but I can tell you there is 100% no health hazard from not vaping. So... I'm asking you why, what's the attraction to you? Okay, so I'm a very, I'm a person who moves a lot and I'm constantly like moving or wiggling or, you know, I get bored easily just sitting around or doing things like that. And a vape pen is just something, I guess, to like take my, take my mind to, to it's, it's just something to do. I and guess. you've done it. No. no. You've never had a puff from someone else's no. at school? No. All right. No. 
I don't know of anybody in my school that does it. How much do they cost? Uh, it depends on like how nice of one you get. I mean, you could buy very cheap ones at about what's thirty the or forty key, dollars. What's the Kia Soul of vape pens? <laughs> the I mean, mid mid range is probably like sixty to eighty dollars or so. Okay, I think I've heard everything I need uh, in order to make my decision. I'm going to um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ATV my way back to my uh, chambers and hope I don't tip over. And I'll be back in a moment with my decision. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Duncan, I'm going to let you speak first here. How do you feel you represented yourself in this case? I feel I represented myself pretty well. Uh, I guess a lot of the ideas that make sense to me didn't make sense to the judge. For example, like selling the third car and uh, buying the motorcycle with the money. It just, to me, that just makes sense that, you know... That your parents would support you in the way that you see fit. Well, it, but it's just if the third car is of no use any longer and I'm and they've already put down the money to buy this car for me. That money's gone. It's called a sunk cost, right? I'm sorry. I'm trying to follow your business logic here. It, it, okay. They've already put down this money for my car and I no longer want this car and I'm using a new form of transportation. Yeah, they should sell it and go on vacation. You're right. <laughs> no. Uh, Lee, how do you feel about your chances in the case? You know, Jesse, I have no idea. I, I really don't know. Um, I, I feel that there are two kind of competing things, which is that you like what you like. Uh, and I have no problem with Duncan liking motorcycles or even liking vaping. It's just until he is... I'm no longer the responsible parent. Um, I'll always be a parent, but the responsible parent, I, I think it's my job to protect him. So I think it's kind of a, it, it is difficult. And I didn't even get a chance to pander. I was trying to get a pander a little. No, save, your, save your pandering. Unless you're going to talk to me about the 1989 San Francisco Giants, I will not allow your pandering. I, it was about being a Max Fun supporter, but I wasn't. Yeah, that's okay, but it's no just saying the names. It's of no like, Giants. If you, you just said about the Braves? if you said hose no absolutely not you can't talk about the Braves <laughs> this conversation is over we'll be back in just a yes, second sir. with the judge's decision on the Judge John Hodgman podcast you probably want to talk about Sid Bream sickening I'm Dave Holmes and if you've been missing my show International Waters then you've been missing this <laughs> if there's one thing I know about owls yes. they Will are wise yes. two things they are wise <laughs> yes they love nightclubs. They, all, they wear tiny graduation motorboards and they love nightclubs. They also do the best double takes of all birds of prey. And if you slow it down, they actually go... International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. Vroom, vroom. That's my, that's my imitation of a <laughs> motorcycle and a vape pen. Um, Duncan, you're, you're an exemplary kid, in my opinion. Like, you're exemplary for two reasons. One, uh, because you are conscientious enough to even be having this conversation with your mom. And truly you know thinking it through and 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 asking her things like can i have a vape pen as opposed to going being a bad kid 
and going behind everyone's back and and scrounging together 30 bucks and keeping a vape pen in secret. Good for you for wanting to live your life in the open and include uh, your mom in the truth of of what uh, of where you are in your life's journey. I'm a I am a almost 17 year old kid who wants to vape pen and ride a motorcycle, even though the you know, if you're on a motorcycle in the minute, I'm telling you, you put that vape pen in your mouth. All the coolness of the motorcycle dissipates completely, and it's like you might as well be riding one of those those massive three wheeled motor tricycles that you see going down the road with the two wheels in front and the one wheel in back. I'm sure there's some bad folks out there who love those things, and I apologize, but those it's like the worst of all worlds. And you're an exemplary kid and adolescent too, because you're. Um, your your logic is perfect adolescent logic you 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 believe yourself to be part of a family with a stake in it such that you might make a proposition such as you know i really don't use this uh kia for any for hauling anything around why don't you sell it and buy me a motorcycle and that's a good deal for you cuz you'll save money and 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 you'll get a little bonus off of the the profit from selling the Kia, forgetting that it's it's not your money, you know. These these are the arguments that are made to me by my fourteen um, uh, year old, uh, soon to be fifteen year old daughter all the time. The kind that presume, yeah, we're all partners in this. We're all partners. We, we all live together. We're roommates, sharing the same shared pool of money. So yeah, buy me a vape pen, won't you? <laughs> like no. No, thank you. You don't control the purse strings. Now, we might arrange marriage between you and my daughter. We'll see about that. <laughs> Finally consolidate these two families. I, I'm not saying this to yell at you or 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 to say uh, you're, you're woefully misguided. You are completely and utterly normally misguided with regard to how finances work in your house and, of course, in... The world. I mean, you know, you got to get a job. You want things that n- people don't want to buy for you, then you have to buy them for yourself. Now, that we clarified from the beginning. Now, I will say, I went into this feeling torn because motorcycles are demonstrably more dangerous to be on um, than a car is to be in. Truly, the preposition says it all. (laughs) You are on top of a fast-moving engine. And your only protection, aside from leather, is a helmet. Um, It's just plain on its face, even you. Uh, Duncan acknowledged this. Yes. But like a lot of things that we choose to do in our lives that carry risk, there is a beauty to motorcycles and there is uh, uh, obviously a coolness to them because of the risk that's involved. And as someone who... um, recently or i would say within the past 5 years came into possession of a four wheel drive vehicle car manual transmission 
that has a removable roof and doors, the experience of driving in the open air at that, where it's really just, the air is like yelling at you. It's a very different and incredible experience and an incredible way to enjoy the countryside. And if it was very possible that a 16 going on 17 year old, especially a precocious kid and especially a precocious only child like yourself might come to me and say, Judge Sean Hodgman, my mom doesn't want me to get a motorcycle when I turn 17, but here's the deal. Uh, I have saved this money. I have, uh, I have identified a small, um, a modest two-wheel vehicle uh, that's a great place to start learning how to drive a motorcycle, uh, something like the Suzuki JR50. Uh, I, ha- I have a job. Um, I have uh, a way to pay for the insurance. Uh, I wish to consult uh, with Alton Brown uh, about what is the most intense safety training courses that I can take. I uh, intend not just to make my mom feel better, but for my own proficiency as a driver to test to get the license and then exclusively uh, ride my motorbike um, on uh, a a private property, uh, country roads, maybe uh, only in a parking lot on a Sunday morning for six months to a year before I even start to commute on it to and from school. Um, and I'm just, I just hope that my mom understands that I'm going to be super duper responsible and to let me give it a shot. And here's the thing. You, you, you did the best research you could, but your mom had a lot of facts and figures. She, she had it all. She was super duper prepared. And what you did instead was choose the most terrifying racing bike that you could find <laughs> uh, and demand that, or, you know, attempt to demand that your mom uh, finance it for you uh, so that you could go to and from school uh, saying nothing about getting experience riding the motorcycle in an unpopulated area specifically driving to and from school where you have suggested that you might even take the highway, uh, even though there are other options in a incredibly vehicularly dense metro urban area that is Atlanta. Um, So uh, I have to say, I wish you, I wish you luck, sir, um, because I want you to ride a motorcycle. I can say that because I am not your mom. But there are checks and balances in the, in the parental relationship, the, the parental adolescent relationship. And the, the, the check upon um, your as yet, uh, and I say this value neutral, immature understanding of and plan for your motorcycle uh, is that your mom doesn't have to pay for it and she's not gonna. And uh, I think that given that I trust your mom's assessment, we could, we could be wrong. Your mom's evidence that you could not even get insured as an individual 
in the state of Georgia for a motorcycle until you were 18 suggests to me that absolutely 18 is the minimum age by which you become a you would you should consider getting one you become a legal adult then and really nobody can stop you and if you get your own money together to do it then you got to do it but 17 uh uh-uh. uh and may i encourage you uh don't i mean don't ride a motorcycle seriously seriously uh i never in a i would ride a motorcycle through the country roads of maine during the daylight uh in the summertime for sure after i practiced for a year and learned and knew what I was doing. But I would never in a million years ride a motorcycle uh, in Atlanta. <laughs> Just having been there, uh-uh. I barely, I'm terrified of driving there a lot of the time. But that's just because I, 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 I feel death's cold breath on my back of my neck every day. You're different. But, you know, those are, those are the things. Those are my recommendations, which is don't. And if you are going to do it, get tons of safety training, wait till you're a grown up, buy it yourself, make the investment, learn how to learn how to work on it, learn how to repair it, get knowledge because it's better than not having knowledge and be safe. But getting your mom to sell a car to buy you one when you turn 17, I regret to say that particular Chevy Kawasaki was a non-starter. Before I say the last words, like get a get a job this summer. That's so great. Having a job is so great. I take it from someone who doesn't have one now. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the room. Lee, how do you feel about this decision? I feel I think pretty good about it. I I hope that what the judges um very thoughtful and um very important decision uh, says is also that I don't have to have this argument about this and or vaping anymore. We're not going to talk about it. It is settled law and I don't have to talk about it anymore. That's probably how it's going to work out. Right, Duncan? Yeah, I won't talk about it anymore. It's fine. Yeah, he's laying the groundwork now. (laughs) He's going to get that job, mom. This is is what happened. He's going to get that job. He's going to start saving his money. He's going to pick out a motorcycle and he's going to get it and he's going to spite both of us. And he's going to he's going to drive down the highway standing on top of it <laughs> surfing it and giving us both the bird. Duncan, how do you feel about the decision? I think it's a very fair decision and I do understand that, you know, uh I am 16, I don't really understand finances that much. I I I would like to say a lot of the things that he did mention, I would, I would, I would be okay with in stating, like the practicing for a year. Yes, and not but you didn't. But you didn't. That's well, the thing. I, I, it didn't really. I felt like it didn't come up. I, I wanted to get it out. Yeah, but it's, it yes. was on you to bring it up. I mean, this is. I'm yes. not saying this to yes. lecture you. I'm just saying, if you had, then I'd be like, dude knows his stuff. But because you didn't, it, it served as evidence to me that. Um, you uh, either haven't thought of it or don't realize how important it is to say that to your mom and to your dad and to me, your other dad. It's just evidence. It was evidence that you're not quite there yet, but you'll get there. Well, uh, Duncan Lee, thanks for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Another case in the books. 
Judge Hodgman, you're coming to Los Angeles. Am I right or am I right? June 9th, I will be performing at Largo at the Coronet, uh, where I'll be presenting my one-man show, Vacation Land, at an encore performance. I hope that you will come and see it. Tickets are available via the link at johnhodgman.com slash tour. Our producer is Julia Smith. Our editor is Mark McConville. If you want to join me and lots of other awesome um, Max Fun personalities and amazing personages, comics and performers and teachers from around the world, uh, I hope we will see you at Max FunCon. Tickets are on sale for Max FunCon East in the Poconos uh, right now at MaxFunCon.com, along with all the information except for the lineup, which is secret, but you can look at past performers. Last time we did it, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but we had Dick Cavett there. Oh, what a time that was. Yeah, remember when we were friends with Dick Cavett? That was great. I'm still, we're still friends with Dick Cavett. I bet you Dick Cavett considers us friends. Oh, he, made fun of, he made fun of my suit. That's the sign of friendship, right? I bet right now he's listening to this going, why haven't they invited me back? <laughs> Mr. Cavett, you're so invited back. Uh, but we have lots of other amazing people coming, so MaxFunCon.com. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash J-J-H-O, big or small. We looks at them all. And uh, if you want to email us, it's Hodgman at MaximumFun.org. You can also join us on social media. Uh, I am at Twitter.com slash Jesse Thorne. Uh, John is Twitter.com slash Hodgman. And on uh, Facebook, there's an awesome Maximum Fun group, and you can like Judge John Hodgman. Thanks this week to James Hupp for Thanks, naming James. our case and for having a great name. I really like James Hupp. It's very punchy. Hup, 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 hup. Okay, we'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.